in history with that rap and me. My team. had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my Welcome back to Drew Garabo Live. I am John Senning. Here with Seth Kush and Micah Rotunda. A very, very special guest joins us right now. Uh, you may know him from Drew Garabo Live. He happens to be the host of this very show. I believe coming to us from a, from a fairly special location. Is, is this you, Drew Garabo? Hi, John Senning. Big fan of the show. First time caller, long time listener. Oh, thank you so much. How are you, man? It's good. It's good to hear your voice. I've been avoiding contacting you. I wanted to give you your space and make sure you were enjoying uh, your time off. But I'm I'm very glad that you called. How's it going? Thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, amazing. I'm looking at Lady Liberty over to my left, the uh, revamped World Trade Center, which is what one World Tower or whatever, right in front of me. The Empire State Building to my right as I cross the Brooklyn Bridge from Brooklyn into Manhattan, the city that never sleeps. So what uh, what have you got in so far there? You got in what yesterday afternoon? Have you uh, have you seen the city properly already? Um, yeah, I got in yesterday around uh, six. Um, walked around Brooklyn for a little bit, got a slice of pizza, of course. Had an early night, and then um, woke up this morning. Uh, walked to the Planet Fitness, got a workout in, which was really stupid because all I've done all day is walk. You're so true to your fitness. I, I respect it. Uh, did you make love to the lady you're staying with yet? <laughs> no, uh, no love was made. No, uh, no. We're really, really dear friends. She's one of my one of my absolute most treasured people. But uh, I don't think there'll be any making of the love or anything even close. What's on the uh, What's on the books for you and uh, Mike Calton and Ben Swig? I know this is kind of a bros trip with the three of you, and you were planning on spending some time with them. Did you <laughs> Did you spend the night with them last night? You're such a crapster. Um, <laughs> No, uh, no. Um, Mike and I text, and then Ben and I text. Mike said he was going to uh, do this show on Sirius or something this morning, and that afterwards they were open for dim sum. So I texted them about that, and then Ben said that they were just going to hang out at the Adidas flagship store, which to me didn't really sound like all that much fun. I'm not here to engage in retail activities. <laughs> so I just texted them and told them I was crossing the bridge from Brooklyn, where I am, to Manhattan, where they are. And I have yet to hear back, nor nor do I expect to. Oh, geez. nor do I expect to. So you're walking the Brooklyn Bridge right now? Yes, Seth. There is a uh, there is a walkway that they have erected slightly above the Brooklyn Bridge. It's remarkably crowded, even for a Monday. Um. Did you want to tell yeah, him that you're trashing I, 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 well, my, my, my well, wear from I, I, Saturday? I feel awkward bringing it up in front of him, but um, if you could rate um, Seth Kushner's garb from the gala you went to over the weekend, specifically the hat, what what would you rate that? How would you explain it? Um, well, I would rate it by uh, giving it a 10 out of 10. Oh, wow. Uh, I would explain it by saying that he could have just gone any route and not tried to fit into the pirate Theme, uh, but instead borrowed clothing from Sean Daly and I dare say played the pirate game. Oh, <laughs> there you go, John. Well, maybe it was one of those things I had to see in person because I told him that he looked more like a scarecrow than a pirate. Oh, no, you really should have been there to experience it. It was a great night. A lot of money was raised to help fight ALS. And uh, and Seth was awesome. He stayed a lot later than I thought he would. Uh, Drew, did you know? I don't. I don't know if you've heard about this, but John was telling me off the air that the the Beastie Boys show so far has been getting horrible reviews. Did you hear about that? Uh, I wasn't going to tell him that. Uh, no, I. You know, reviews don't really matter to me. I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing those guys 
at least one more time um, up on stage talking about their dear departed friend, MCA. Is that tonight or tomorrow? No, that's tonight for you. Tonight, because, yes, I'm coming back yes, tomorrow. You're coming back. Uh, are you starting to get butterflies? Are you starting to get excited to know you're going to be in a, in a room with those guys for possibly the, the last time ever available? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think the enormity of it is, uh, has really sunk in yet. I'm more consumed with the task at hand, which is figuring out, A, what I'm going to do in Manhattan now that I'm here, and B, <laughs> how I'm going to get back to Brooklyn. Um, I, I don't think I have the energy to walk, uh, but I don't want to cheat and take a cab. <laughs> Can we? Uh, I know you probably. I probably want, don't want to spend too much time with us, but can we at least talk about the pizza? Are you that- kidding me? I don't know anybody in this oh. city of eight million people, John. I have no one else to talk to. Oh, nice. Uh, can we talk about the pizza that you had yesterday? Yeah, I, I just had two slices at a different place uh, myself just now. Yeah, why? What's up? Well, I'm just. I'm just curious if the pizza is like. Has it been that good? Because I know we were throwing some spots at you that we saw from the barstool pizza review. So I'm just curious where you ended up and uh, how suitable it was. Huh. This is so typical me, and I think Seth can relate to this. So last night, uh, we went to a place in Brooklyn, which was fine. Two very good New York slices of pizza. I had one with cheese and one salad, like a chicken Caesar salad pizza. Oh, and oh, then um, oh, no. the eldest dude just got That's hit by a bike right in front of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay. <laughs> he just kept walking. I, I walked uh, the Brooklyn Bridge one time, and those guys that are on the bikes, they get mad at everybody that's walking in their space. <laughs> dude, they, they give zero F on this bridge, man. Um <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So then um, this afternoon, I went to a couple of spots, and um, a buddy of mine, Richie, uh, who used to be on the Howard Stern show, recommended Grimaldi's. Well, mm. there's a Grimaldi's in the Citrus Park Mall. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah. Do that. Yeah, same thing. So I went to the place next door, which is, there's a rivalry there. I think Patsy Grimaldi started Juliana's. So I waited about 20 minutes to get seated by myself. I get seated by myself, and I look at the menu, and they don't offer slices, and they don't have any personal pizzas. The smallest I could get would be a $30 small pizza, and I would have to throw the rest away. Oh, no. So I I said, screw that, and I went to Front Street Pizza on Front Street, had a slice of Sicilian and a slice of Grandma's, and it was amazing. Hell, yeah. Can you explain to us the buzz in the air? You are in the same city where WrestleMania took place last night and where Raw will be tonight. Is there a noticeable feel, and can you see the wrestling fans that have invaded the area? Great question. Um, sure, there's a palpable feel in the area about WrestleMania. I saw a couple of uh, Austin 316 signs. And let me just say, John, I think it is terrible what happened to Jim the Anvil Neidhart during that induction ceremony. It is ridiculous that anyone would try to taint the good integrity of wrestling and I'm very sorry that happened to the Anvil. Well, Drew, I don't, I, I don't want to correct you on your own show, especially when you're not even here, but Jim the Anvil Neidhart is, has passed. He's, uh, he's dead. He's no longer with us. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, his, his tag team partner, uh, was actually assaulted by a crazed fan while, his, while the, yeah. the Neidhart's daughter was right there. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure that was real, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm sure that's the worst thing to happen to a Hart uh, family member. Oh, my God. Man. Did you guys work on this before what? the show? No, this is horrible. No, I'm hurt. I'm still <laughs> hurting. What does that mean? Well, I, well, I'm just saying, you know, it's been roughly about 23 years since Owen Hart fell to his death, and I'm not over it yet. I don't know who that is, but I'm very sorry <laughs> that happened to you. Uh, Drew, what was the feeling like when you saw that TIA tweeted out Tampa Win Cup? Yeah, that was a moment of pride right there. Uh, the movement seems to be catching on. While I was in Tampa International Airport, all I could hear was Tampa Win Cup, Tampa Win Cup, Tampa Win Cup everywhere. No one was actually saying it, but that's all I heard. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's, re- 
really nice to see it catching on via social media. I was curious if you had anything to do with that because I found it interesting that the day you were going to be in Tampa International Airport, all of a sudden they're they're tweeting out Tampa Win Cup. I wondered if you had a hand in that. I'd love to say that I did, and in fact, I could say that I did, but I did not. I uh, think it was just coincidence that I happened to be flying out the very next night. Goodness gracious! Oh man, is everybody okay? Bicyclists are aggressive. These bikers like bike along in the bike lane, and they start yelling at people, just like get out of my way, heads up. What the hell, man? <laughs> well, you got to be crazy to ride a bike. I mean, in that city, so. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I, I I walked through Prospect Park and I saw they had a bike rental thing, and for a brief moment, I thought, man, that'd be pretty badass to rent a bike and pedal around the city. And then I thought, I'd like to get back alive, so I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm in Manhattan, guys. I'm crossing over from Brooklyn into Manhattan as we speak. Mayor Bill De Blasio. Boom! I'm in Manhattan. Hell yeah, man! What a what a journey you are on. Oh. So you're by yourself right now. You're oh. not. You have no travel partner with yeah. you. I don't. My uh, my friend Jen had to uh, work her job in Manhattan, and uh, so yeah, it's just me and about uh, eight million residents, and seems like fourteen million tourists. Dude, more people should do that because there's nothing like going somewhere and doing exactly what you want to do and not answering or thinking about anybody else. He's wandering aimlessly right now. He doesn't it, even know what he's doing. That's what he wants to do. Oh, it's a free it's will great. man. It's great. I love it. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I've discovered a lot about myself in the last week or so. And one of those things is that I truly love my independence and I love not having to answer to anyone. And I think this is what the immediate future looks like for me. And on tomorrow's show, I'll tell you how fleeting my battle with sobriety is and whether I did or did not have a drink either Saturday night after the gala that Seth and I worked or yesterday on the way to the airport. I won't tell you the answer, but I'll tell you tomorrow at two. It was so funny because when I was there with Drew, he, he hadn't had a drink and we were standing there because I wasn't drinking. I was like, how do people come to these things and not drink? Because we were just pretty much standing in a corner talking about how do people even do the sober? <laughs> I'm well. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I know. And then I then I started talking to those mermaids, and they're drinking whiskey like nobody's business. And so it was a, it was a whole thing. Mermaids. Where yeah, did there you were find mermaids. There were some mermaids, mermaids there, and then there was another lady that was from Massachusetts, and she ran an ALS foundation. And you could tell she was a little tipsy, and Drew kind of whoop, you know, locked oh, in on her. Yeah. In on her. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You think about moving there? <laughs> I think it was the other way around. But uh, no, I don't have the money to uh, to move to. Lakewood Ranch, let alone Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for calling. I know I'm not the only uh, one who is very happy to hear your voice, and we'll look forward uh, to having you back tomorrow at 2. Well, you probably are, and uh, and thank you very much. It's been nice spending time with you guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your time here, and I'll look forward to seeing all of your beautiful faces tomorrow. And then Wednesday, it's the home opener for your Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs. Hell, yeah. Tampa win cup. Mm. Tampa win cup. We love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. That's fun. I I wonder if, you know, because in my earlier days, I felt like I could get away with that, but you do it from time to time, the the traveling alone. How does it work uh, when you tell your wife that's what you want to do? Um, It was fine because I was going through a lot. I, like, I have a – Phoebe has a good understanding of that sometimes I have to be by myself. Right. Um, So, yeah, so I went to Colorado uh, for a couple of days um, to see AFI, and it's not something I would do – Right now, with how Baby Kush is getting older, and then she misses us, and obviously, you know, she's a yeah. handful. So that's not not something I see myself doing anytime soon. I like to take family trips that we all get stressed out about, and go, "Why did we even try to do this in the first <laughs> place?" That's my thing now. I think that's probably the majority of family vacations ever taken ever. Like because I remember by the time you get done with our family vacations, like especially if it's a week, I think most parents probably say to themselves, "We can never ever do this again." That's what said the last 
few times we've tried to do anything, but I'm determined to get it right at least once. Well, Drew touched on it. I teased it before the break. The schedule for the first round of the NHL playoffs featuring our Tampa Bay Lightning have been released, and it is as follows. Game one in Tampa, 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Game two will be on Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, game three in Columbus at 7 p.m. Game four, uh, that's Sunday, by the way, Tuesday in Columbus. Uh, and then from that point on, I don't think it really matters. And we're broadcasting from the game on Wednesday, and we will be in the. We were trying to get outside, but we will be in the Lexus Lounge. So, I think if you have tickets for that area, you'll be able to see us because we will be there until six o'clock. Is it? You know, I I feel like I'm become very aware of the superstition that surrounds hockey, and it feels like I don't want to say we're just going to sweep these jabronis and move on. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, don't. I mean, you can say that, but I I don't know if there's any uh, superstitious stuff tied into that. It's okay to be confident. I think they swept Columbus in the regular season. Yeah, I would like to think that this is uh, where they really show uh, that they are not to be messed with. I think we've kind of gotten in this weird phase in between when we clinched everything in the end of the season. It feels like it was forever ago when we clinched completely. So now we've been in this probably mix of keeping people healthy but still putting forth a lot of effort. I mean, they looked great against Boston. That was great to get a, a win against Boston um, You know, at the end of the season to tie the greatest team of all time, which is the 95-96 Red Wings with 62 wins. So uh, the team you're seeing now is tied for the greatest regular season hockey team of all time. I don't even know if the last two weeks or two months or if that, that – I don't think that will tell us whether they're ready or not. I think it's been a culmination of the last few seasons about getting bounced from the playoffs and still having that core intact, knowing what it takes to go all the way, seeing what these teams have to do that have beat them and then gone on to win it all, uh, I think they have a good understanding of what it takes, and I think they've been ready for a long time now. It's going to be very, very interesting. I've said it before, it's just not even the fact that I'm from Detroit and I grew up watching the Red Wings and things like that, just the sheer coincidence of it all that that team was captained by Steve Eiserman and this team uh, was predominantly put together by Steve Eiserman. Damn right. To have to have that man kind of at the core of the two greatest teams of all time is just something that is hey, that is fascinating, it, if nothing else. It gives you Detroit fans a little, little something to root for, right? It gives you a team to, that's in the chase well, right now. Well, it does, and I told you when I've been up to Detroit, there are – there are Tampa Bay. There's Tampa Bay Lightning gear about. I mean, I think that the love that uh, Detroit has for Steve Eiserman uh, runs very, very deep, and will follow him wherever he goes. Well, I think they know that he'll be back one day, very soon. So probably. The, if you're reading the the papers in Detroit, that you know it's it's happening any day. You okay. Know? I'm sure well, once the once the the season wraps up, things will be more. Eiserman put together a hell of a team down here. So and and you know, as as somebody who has roots in Michigan, I know how much he means. I mean, he started and ended his career as a player in Detroit. Uh it, well, I mean, I believe his family's still there and his kids, yeah. and I think he's he's commuted and I think it's just it's becoming very rough on him. Yeah, so I'll be happy for them, but but we we need our cup with Tampa Wind Cup. You're damn right. And like it was already said, I was I was so blown away. Like every time I see somebody different hitting the Tampa Wind Cup hashtag, it's this moment where I'm like is this real? Is this fake? Let me do a little research to make sure it's all good. And to see the Tampa International Airport, uh, they kind of retweeted a, a tweet from the Lightning with the hashtag Tampa Win Cup. Well, so that's special than the people that are putting Tampa Win Cup on their marquees if they own businesses in the area. Yeah, I know Darien has one. I believe there was a, uh, I should know who it was, but there's a seafood place out, out in, in Hudson. Uh, yeah, out in Hus Hudson that has it on their sign. Uh, the people that have it in their front yard, uh, Bullfrog Creek Brewing in Valrico is brewing a Tampa Win Cup beer. So it is kind of crazy that this thing that was started on the show seems to be really catching on and that people are, are using it. 
uh, as we get into the real nitty gritty. Well, we've been ready for the playoffs for a while, so that's we were ready a few weeks ago when we came up with that thing. That's the thing. I feel like there's this been this there had to be this short dormant period where we kind of rested it, but uh, be damn sure come Wednesday it's Tampa Win Cup all day, every day. This I, is the week we get all the verified accounts across Tampa Bay to Tampa Win Cup. I saw the Fox 13 showing a lot of love to Tampa Win Cup. Uh, lots of love to them. Uh, well, I mean, we got Belcher, we got Epstein, we have uh, Paul Delgado. I saw Walter Allen yes, tweeting it this morning. Allen, yeah, that's who I saw this morning that's tweeting it. So, so that helps the cause a lot. And uh, this I, is. I, I still think this is going to be an underground effort. I don't feel like the Lightning are looking to embrace this uh, motto anytime soon. And you know what? I'm okay with that. They're still letting us into their building to broadcast, so they, they can't hate it that much. Yeah, and you know. I'm okay with it being just a just a fan thing, and I don't know I don't know how many fan movements start where the where the you know the organization doesn't need to grab onto it for it to be validated. Well, remember when Justin Pulowski, the commission, started the stick carriers? The Buccaneers did oh, embrace yeah. that, yeah. and Dirk Cutter embraced it, and Jason Light, and they went out. They had a whole practice for those guys. You so. are right about that. You know, but hockey's different. They right, like well, what they they like what they like. And, right. You know, I I think there may be a little bit of superstition with our with our slang. Well, let's not just try to bring this giant sign into Amelie on uh, on Wednesday, and I think we'll be okay. Well, no, we're already – somebody's reached out to me. What we're working on now um, is three shirts, one that says Tampa, one that says win, one that says cup. For for the game on Wednesday? Absolutely. Oh, uh, no. If you don't like that, I'm still holding on to the, to the body paint that I had uh, that we were supposed to paint Ryan Hoppy with, and I was thinking we could just do Tampa win cup on our naked bodies. You have blue body paint? Yes. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. Should I uh, make a shirt that just has the hashtag? Yeah, that would be good. Okay. That would be good. I'm sorry. I, maybe an exclamation point. Oh, that would be even better. Yeah, either way. Um, w- would you have to shave to body paint? Like, I don't know how body paint responds mm. to hair. Like, it just seems like it'd be a I'm sticky not. Mess. That's too much. I, I couldn't commit to shaving. I would just have to let the body paint, you know, go where it, where it falls. Well, I just don't know if we're going to be able to write and it's going to be legible through the hair. Like, I feel like the hair is going to be a problem. And you know what? Then maybe um, I'll just put a keep a shirt on like Mike, and I'll just put the hashtag across. Then Mike can. Uh, she's probably smoother than I am, so. You're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, let's stay on schedule. Coming up next, a nurse, a group of nurses, is doing something to try and save a father who was arrested on the way to the hospital. I'll tell you what it is, and we are on the hunt for the first ever Drew Garabo Live show nurse. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.